welcome everyone. I'm so glad to uh, see you. What an exciting time. I remember when my own midshipmen were getting ready to commission. They were busy. It's a very busy year. It's a very busy semester that uh, they're going to go into in the spring. They have to finish the capstone projects that they've been working on, do certain medical exams for their service selection. Aviation has some very rigorous medical examinations. Submarines has medical examinations. Marines, so they're all going to go through all these uh, medical examinations that, that take up time and can be stressful. They will also still be in positions of leadership. So they'll have to watch over their squads or their companies, or if they're a brigade commander, they have to watch over the whole brigade. Coming back into the spring is going to be very busy. And I know that my daughter who commissioned in 2020, not only had one capstone, she chose to do two. And so she was running around really busy trying to get both of them uh, completed. So they're going to be looking at a very busy time. I want to thank you all for spending this hour and a quarter or so with me. I want to try and move through so that I can get to all the questions that you might have. The first thing I would like to say is that this is a fluid world that we're living in right now. So I'm going to go through a lot of overviews. Uh, there's a lot of detail in my book, A USNA Mom's Journal. There's an entire chapter dedicated just to commissioning. And then there's commissioning also covered in first year and also covered in second class year when we talk about rentals. So I'm not going to go into tremendous detail because the detail is already there. Uh, I've received feedback from different sources, and they say that it's probably one of the more comprehensive commissioning guides. So what I want to do today is go through more or less expectations, an overview of what can happen, of what to expect for the schedule, and also to talk about this COVID environment. And we see rising cases right now. So we're hoping that by the time spring rolls around, those will be under control. But things change. My biggest advice to you is just be ready for change and set yourself up to su succeed in that change. I'm going to talk about some, some of the ways that you can do that as we move on. Some expectations that I just mentioned about timing and the virtual environment. Since the last full commissioning week occurred in 2019, my daughter was part of the 2020 virtual commissioning, and then 2021 had a modified commissioning that was in person, and they did have events, but not all of the events came back. They haven't published the full schedule of events as of now, and they probably won't until we get closer because of the way that things are fluid. But I'm, I am going to touch on some virtual options, should that be the case. It's always a good idea also to take the lead from your midshipmen. I remember that when they announced the virtual commissioning for my daughter, I think I was in mourning for about two weeks. And so I talked to her a few days after we found out and she said, yeah, I'm fine. I want to get done. I've been here for four years. I want out. I'm just looking to the next, next thing. And that kind of made me think, well, if she's not upset about it, if she's moved on, I need to move on too. So take your cue from your midshipmen and be ready to deal with anything that comes along. Semper Gumby is going to be key for commissioning week and even in the fleet. So some of the planning basics I'm going to cover, commissioning week overview, commissioning day, in-person versus virtual. A little bit about me. Uh, so I am uh, Anne Shine. I am a daughter of a 1959 USNA grad. I grew up visiting the yard. I was baptized at the chapel. I have two midshipmen, 17 and 20, that commissioned and they're in the fleet now. And our youngest will join the fleet in May have been on Facebook pages, uh, just kind of helping and giving advice and mentoring behind the scenes as well to parents since 2013 to this day. I love it. I love my Navy family. I'm here giving of my own time because I know what you are going through as parents because I've, I'm still going through that. And, and we're just a, a great family that supports each other. So I love uh, being here with all of you. My special guest tonight is my husband, Jeff, who is producing the Zoom for me, and I may ask him to comment. So these are my kids. Um, over here, you see my dad. Uh, that's his actually ring dance picture, which is pretty cool. And I was going to wear his N-Star sweater tonight, but I forgot. But anyway, 
So planning basics. First things first, what is your role as parents? The role as parent is to help with the planning, to speak with your midshipmen, to communicate with them, see what they would like for commissioning. You may want certain things for commissioning as well. So you're also going to have to be a negotiator and reach a consensus. It can't be one way or another. Uh, Yes, it's their week. It's their day. They've worked hard for this. They've earned it. At the same time, we've spent four years supporting them, helping them, getting them to keep going when things haven't gone their way. So we want to celebrate also. So it has to be a celebration that combines both points of view and, and the needs of the mid and the needs of us as parents. But also it's very important to keep in mind that the midshipmen during commissioning week, and I'll talk about this a little bit later, is still going to be on duty. They're still going to have things to do on the yard. So it's very important to keep that in mind and not overschedule for our Uh, son's commissioning, we did not schedule anything but four things. We asked him for the soup reception, the company party, the grad ball, and a family dinner on Thursday. And I'll talk about all of this as we move along. The rest was open time for him to do what he wanted. We tried not to schedule anything at night because that's when they get together with their friends and they'll go out to dinner or there might be uh, different commissioning parties happening during the week. So that's something to uh, keep in mind. So where do you uh, begin planning? Well, first of all, it's always good to set your budget and have kind of an idea of how much you're going to be able to spend. And then you can make everything fall under that umbrella. So commissioning week and things to think about, um, as I mentioned, find a middle ground. Uh, Don't feel obliged to do everything. So for my son, the first one, I went all out. I had two years where I planned and I was one of those people that went absolutely crazy and did way too much. And then you'll see on Facebook, all these great ideas and people are doing one thing and doing another. Don't feel obligated to do everything. Do what's right for you and for your family and for your midshipmen. Be Semper Gumby. And I can't stress that enough for more than one reason, because you can have like the perfect plans and things might change, even if it has nothing to do with COVID or having a virtual or in-person commissioning, it can be one of your events, just be Semper Gumby, just go with the flow and enjoy every moment. This is the last week that you'll be able to spend with your firstie before they head out to the fleet, before they take their 30 day basket leave. And they'll probably want to take that basket leave with their friends or their significant other. And they'll go, well, I don't know, they may not be able to travel. So we'll have to see, but just enjoy every moment. And these are some pictures of our firstie with his roommates having breakfast. I had the opportunity to meet up with friends that I had met along the journey. And this is a picture at the very top. Uh, This is my dad, uh, the 59 grad, his classmate also uh, became a four-star admiral and and his wife, uh, Peggy. And and they were so wonderful when our kids were applying to the Naval Academy. They hosted them and just asked them questions and really got them to think about why they wanted to go to the Naval Academy. So these are times to enjoy uh, time with friends and connections that you've made. More to consider. So commissioning week is jam-packed with events, assuming that it goes normally. Try not to overschedule. Set realistic expectations of yourself, your family, and of your guests. Very important to let them know that that your firstie is still on duty, that they still have things to do at the yard. Uh, Explain to your friends and family that they have spent four years of intense Uh, pressure and bonding with their roommates, their company mates, and their friends, their classmates. And they're going to want to spend some time because once they commission, they're going to be spread to the four winds and they probably won't see each other until 10 or 15 years down the road. Hardly anyone makes it to the five-year reunion because they're still out in the fleet. Uh, So the first time they might see each other is at the 10-year reunion. So just set the right expectations for your family that they probably won't get to see them as much as they'd like. And you might be surprised, as in our case, where our son was there more than we ever thought he would be. And I think having that freedom of knowing that he doesn't have to be there, that there are no expectations, kind of made him feel comfortable to just hang out and, um, and be around. 
This is your mid's week, but it's your week too. And here you have an image of um, our daughter was a plebe when our son was a firstie. So uh, there was Herndon. And then there's also awards. I'll talk about that as well. The latest information is available from your firstie. If your firstie doesn't communicate, then check the USNA commissioning page <laughs> or the USNA Facebook page. They'll usually put things there. Um, if you go there right now, you, they still have the 2021 commissioning things up. And Semper Gumby, again, is key. Thinking then, once you're looking at your budget, then the first thing, obviously, is accommodations because you have to stay somewhere. So two important questions to ask are, are we going to, a rent, a rent a home or get an Airbnb or would a hotel be a better option? And honestly, it just depends on your budget and what's best for your family. And I'm going to talk about some things as we move along. In my book, in the second class chapter, I do have key questions if you're thinking of rentals. And there's probably about 15 to 20 questions that you need to consider and ask if you're going to get into a rental contract, especially after what happened in 2020 with COVID where everything was canceled. Read the contract carefully, check cancellation clauses. Don't be afraid to negotiate. If they don't want to negotiate, move on to the next house. If they want the money up front, I wouldn't do it. So I'd say walk away. If they want a huge deposit and, and they want it up front, I'd probably walk away too, because chances are they're not going to give you the money back. So negotiate something that's a win-win for everyone. Yes, if you set down a deposit, maybe a smaller deposit, that if things get canceled, you might be willing to let go knowing that both parties are taking a risk, but don't be afraid to negotiate and read your contract really carefully. Don't be afraid to add terms that help you. And definitely uh, look at adding a COVID clause. What happens if, if everything's canceled because of COVID again? So you definitely want to cover that and you want it in writing as a part of the contract. Consider your location. So you want to be downtown? Do you want to be further out? If there's an accident over the bridge, over the Bay Bridge, things shut down and you're going to have to drive hundred miles around to get to where you're going. So although there are great opportunities to rent over the bridge, my personal choice and my advice would be make it as easy on yourself as possible and really look at the traffic patterns. So you're looking at accommodations, considering budget, number of guests, the location, and then house or hotel. And about hotels, if you're going to book at a hotel and you're going to get a block of rooms, you can either let your guests know what hotel you're looking at or give them a list of hotels where they can reserve. And there's no financial obligation on your part. They, they, you let them know, you let them know by what date they should have their reservation and it's up to them to book it or not book it. You can also then reserve a block of rooms. If you choose to reserve a block of rooms, you'll probably have to sign a contract. And depending on the number of rooms that you get, you will probably be liable for the number of rooms that aren't booked. So if you, let's say, reserve 10 rooms and only seven are booked, you're still going to have to pay for those three rooms that aren't booked. Now, you can always offer them on uh, to other parents if if anybody needs additional rooms and see if somebody will take them. And you also want to look again at the contract that you're signing and make sure that there's a COVID provision or a cancellation provision and what it is. There's also a whole bunch of hotels that are in the Indianapolis area around Reba Road, Admiral's Highway. Um, there's uh, obviously downtown on Main Street. And by BWI, there's a great selection of, of hotels that are a lot less expensive, but keep in mind also that you'll be driving in about 25 minutes. And sometimes with commissioning, the traffic is not very helpful. Uh, some things to think about. So beyond accommodations, catering and sweets. So what type of meals are you looking at? Are you going to have a cake? Our kids did not want a cake. We had some cookies made. And we had snacks always in the house because they'd sh show up with friends. Uh, commissioning week and commissioning day preparations. We chose to have a welcome dinner on Thursday night. And I'll go into this a little bit later as to why we chose to do that. There are company activities that go on during the week sometimes. And then there's of course, commissioning day and then the festivities afterward. There are other things to consider like decorations. We had some banners made uh, for our kids to put on our, in, and we actually hung them inside our house 
our, the house that we rented, they recommended that we hang our, our banners inside because people know that you're going to be gone most of the day on commissioning day. So if you have a huge banner saying commissioning, they'll know that you're going to be gone. There do tend to be break-ins. Uh, so that's just some advice. There are lots of commissioning activities that we'll talk about. We'll also talk about parking and with parking access to the yard, at least for the 2021 commissioning was limited. They really recommend that you don't park on the yard. Uh, there are public parking lots uh, right off of Main Street, right by West Street, by the post office. There is like street parking, but parking is is an issue. So you can always choose to, if they are running the buses, and again, it, it depends on COVID, you can park at the stadium and, and take the bus in. So once you have your accommodations and you've looked at date and what you want to do and the events you're going to hold, then it's a good time to either say you can send a save the date so that it's on your guest's radar. And then you can design your own invitation. Our children did not want the Naval Academy formal invitations. They wanted something different. So they wanted informal and we made these on Shutterfly so we could feature a lot of the pictures from their journey, from their trips with the Naval Academy, from events that they participated in. We also had a card printed with all the events that were going to happen, the addresses, the times that we included so that everybody knew what was happening and when. I also created a Facebook page for our family commissioning, and I added all of our family and friends to that that were coming to commissioning. And so whatever would happen or any updates, I would put on, on that page, and then everybody was always aware of the latest news. The other thing that, that my children did was that they didn't want anybody from out of town to feel obligated to send a gift if they received an invitation. So we had an announcement and specifically in smaller writing, uh, no gifts, please. And then we had the invitations for the guests that were actually coming. So I think our kids were very specific about certain things and we tried to honor that. So that's why it's important to communicate with your mid and see what they would like. For pictures, there's the first portrait that will be taken by the Academy. You can purchase the package. We ended up purchasing a package that also offered digital options. And that way we downloaded them and could use them with invitations and thank yous and things like that. Other images, we were fortunate in that we were able to do a walkabout, uh, meaning that we uh, hired a photographer to walk around with our mid around the yard. And it was not easy because they did not want to do it. But in the end, they said yes. Uh, but I know that uh, last year there were some mids that were walking around Annapolis because uh, people that were not DOD could not access the yard. So they did walkabouts around Annapolis. So, so that's an option. And there are other ideas in, in my book. Some gift ideas. There's a rank and insignia jewelry that's available at the mid store. It comes with an engraved insignia box. So you can either buy the insignia box on its own, or there's a box that also includes the jewelry. The jewelry meaning the shoulder boards, the bars, the anchors, everything that they're going to need for their uniform. All of that is in that jewelry box and it's all in one place and it's engraved with the Naval Academy. I think they also have a Marine Corps one. Another possible gift is the sword, and that's another thing to ask because some mids don't want a sword. My daughter doesn't have a sword. My, my oldest wanted the sword. Officer cover, that's a, a wonderful gift. They are pricey. They're about $200 or so, and they have to get one. And there's a cover bag to protect the officer cover, and that comes with a patch with the class uh, crest, and it also comes with a patch that has her name on it. And that patch is actually printed so that it's on Velcro and it can go on their on their uniforms on the on the uniforms that have Velcro. So it's got kind of a double use there. And uh, of course, the Club of Orlando has the class crest flag, which is beautiful, and it's for the class of 22 or every year they, they have it for each class. The Arizona club has the blanket with the class crest. And the project that I started with the class crest challenge coin, I started that for my son in the class of 2017. I have handed that over back in 2020 to the Indiana parents club. So those are beautiful coins that are great for 
keepsakes for the guests. They're great for the mids to give to their professors as a thank you to their mentors, to anybody that's helped them along the way. Those class press coins are very meaningful. More gift ideas. Here's a class crest coin, the first salute coin. So that's going to be for the first salute. So since they're a new ensign or new second lieutenant in the Marine Corps, they they haven't technically earned their salute yet. So they have to kind of purchase it, quote unquote. And so typically the first salute coin is a silver dollar that's minted on the year of the commissioning. So next year, you'll have 2022 silver dollar coins available, either from the mint or from your bank or from a coin shop. The the Club of Maryland used to sell them, but I don't believe they're selling them, unfortunately, anymore. They also have Navy and Marine Corps service coins uh, that have, and I forgot to, to bring a picture, but they have the seal of the Marine Corps or the seal of the Navy on one side. On the flip side, it's blank. And so I got those and I engraved them with my midshipman's name, with their commissioning date, USNA commissioning. And those were given, I think we got two or three of them. And those were given to people that were very instrumental in their journey. And of course, I kept one as a keepsake to give to my mid later when he can appreciate it. Um, so th- that's another option. The U.S. flag is a great option, very affordable. And you contact your senator or your congressperson's office, the ones that gave them the nomination, preferably if they're still there. And on their website, they should have a form that you can fill out requesting a U.S. flag. And you can have that U.S. flag flown over the Capitol on commissioning day, and they send it to you. They ask you what it's for, and if you want to include a message, they run about $18 to $20 for a four-by-six nylon Very, very reasonable. And they'll fly it over the Capitol and it takes about eight weeks after it's flown for it to get to you. But it's a great keepsake. Both of our kids have their flag and that's the one they use for Memorial Day and Veterans Day. So that's a great thing to do. That can be requested within 30 days of the event. And there are other ideas in my book. These are some of the things that we um, did for our kids. Some of them are things that I make. Some of them are like the class coins. This was a company coin. This is actually a challenge coin from the Chapel Dome Copper. Um, They're pricier, but they're beautiful. And these are just some of my handmade items. This is the other one. I found these boxes as well to display the class crest coin. And so I wrapped them up and that that was the gift to all the guests and to certain professors and certain mentors that our kids wanted to give them to. So commissioning week, to do or not to do? What could it look like if it's an in-person commissioning? So I would recommend that you go to the commissioning page and look at the schedule for last year. I believe they did not have a grad ball. There were certain things that they did not have. And it will probably be different. Uh, It may have more in-person things than 21. It may have less. And we'll have to see as this variant transmission progresses. So I'll talk about ideal world versus COVID world as well. When we're looking at commissioning week, ring dance or second for second class, if it happens, will be the Saturday before commissioning. And this is our midshipman with his roommate and then our other mid with her roommates. If you're there on Saturday, it's great. We chose to arrive Friday night, checked into our rental Saturday morning And we checked out of our rental the following Sunday morning because it's Memorial Day. So we didn't want to go through commissioning on Friday and then have to pack up and leave Saturday. So we chose to check out on Sunday. So we kind of had an extra day or two in there and we negotiated that rate. After ring dance is the soups reception. If it happens, it'll be on Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday. And it depends. First and second battalion typically go on Sunday. Third and fourth battalion go on Monday. And fifth and sixth battalion go on Tuesday. So it'll depend on how things go and on what battalion your your midshipman is in. The soups reception's in the garden. It's beautiful. The garden is just spectacular. You'll get to hang out with your fellow 
2022 parents. It can be hot. The weather can just change. And so just be ready for warm weather. So wear a cool cotton dress or shirt, and you can wear a sports coat if you want, if you're uh, so inclined and take it off if it gets too warm. If you're wearing a cool cotton dress, you can wear uh, a sweater or have a sweater just in case it gets colder. I always had a poncho and an umbrella in my bag because you never know how weather is going to go. And definitely for the soups reception and for the parade, you do not want to wear high heels. You want to wear wedges or, or flat shoes because you're on the grass. So your heels will definitely dig into the grass. Other things to do commissioning week on Sunday is a wonderful baccalaureate mass. So uh, the Sunday before commissioning, there is a Catholic mass and a Protestant mass, I believe at nine and 11 and the midshipmen dedicate their service to God and they sign their name in the chapel book. And it's something that's not to be missed if that is uh, important to you. Monday, you have awards. So do ask your midshipmen if they're receiving an award, you may be able to attend. Again, it's all going to be COVID dependent, but we were able to attend uh, actually our plebes award uh, that Monday and then other awards as well throughout the week. And Herndon is also on Monday. So it's always great to relive it. On Tuesday and Wednesday, you have the Blue Angels practicing. And on Tuesday, on Wednesday's a show. So be aware that whatever you're doing on Tuesday and Wednesday, you need to be where you're going by 1030 in the morning. If you're going to go to the yard, stay on the yard because one after, after 1030, around 11, they start practicing. They shut down every bridge in Annapolis that there that is within that fly zone and traffic comes to a literal standstill. So plan on being there for the duration from about 1030 to about 230 or three in the afternoon until the traffic clears. So wherever you're going to be, just plan on, on a good span of time and just getting there and staying there. Other things to see and do, there's lots going on in Annapolis. There are things like Marine Silent Drill Team. That's amazing if they bring them in. So just look at the schedule of events and kind of pick and choose what would be important to you and, and see if you can do that. And allow yourself plenty of time to drive because traffic can be very, very heavy. So I would say give yourself at least an hour. If they hold the grad ball, it would be on Wednesday and it is a formal event. So that would be a mess dress. So if you are a retired military, it's your chance to dust off your mess dress from your closet and start dieting and wear it that day. It is a formal event. So it is a long gown. I chose to go rogue and I wore a cocktail dress, but it is a fun event. If they do hold it, not to be missed. Thursday is the color parade. It is ticketed seating. So when you get your tickets, you're going to get tickets to the parade. If it's being held and to commissioning, um, you get four, typically four tickets uh, for seating. And the number may change. Uh, the Academy has been changing the number, uh, like where you used to get four tickets. Now you get two, um, you used to get six tickets in company area, then you get four. So just be aware of that and always check the commissioning week page for the latest news. So ticketed seating means that you'll get uh, two or four tickets to sit on the bleachers. That's all it means. So basically what we did is we gave the tickets to the grandparents so they could be seated. And I just stood in the background and I never said anyway, because I'm always taking pictures. So that's always something to consider. Also, if you're thinking about commissioning day and seating, very important to choose a meeting place for after commissioning. Take a look at the stadium, talk to your mid and see what you, where you will meet and make sure that every guest knows exactly where they're going because there's so many people and things may, may work out differently actually, because last year it was a little bit different. If you're going to meet after commissioning, just make sure that you know to designate a meeting place, whether it's in the stadium or outside the stadium or back at your rental, but make sure that you know, once you know what's happening for commissioning day and the plans are firm, make sure that everybody knows where you're supposed to go. So you have even uh, numbers are on the, if you're looking at the stage, they're on the left, odd numbers are on the right. So that means that all even companies, uh, the company areas are 
um, on the gold side and the odd company areas are in the blue side. You also have the top 10%. So the top 10% will process when this is for commissioning day, they'll process across their area, walk up to the stage, and they're going to shake the hand of every dignitary that's up there and then walk back down. Now, once you're past the top 10%, the top 10% also get two seats on the field for two family members, typically. Once the top 10% goes, then um, the remaining companies will go in company order and they'll go in alphabetical order, I believe, if I remember correctly. And they'll process across up the middle and then they'll each go, go walk up to the stage and they're only gonna shake the hands of the dignitaries on their side of the stage. So the gold side will go to the left and the blue side will go to the right and they'll process off and then go back to their seats. Also, as you're looking for a space, you'll see that on, on the top level are all the names of all the battles. So that can be a help to getting, designating a spot. Just don't pick a spot by the wall because that was our problem. We, we said, let's meet by the Coral Sea right by the wall. And then we got locked in and we literally didn't have any room to take any pictures. So commissioning day minus one, welcome your guests. We had our friends and family dinner then. The reason we wanted to is to welcome everyone, have a wonderful dinner, thank them for coming. And part of what I wanted to do is to give them their favor and gift bags and also to deliver the tickets because I know my family and I know that I would have been standing outside of the stadium at noon waiting for somebody to come because they were running late. And I did not want that type of stress. And I didn't want to miss my son's commissioning or my daughter's commissioning. So we had a dinner on Thursday night. We passed out the gift bags. We delivered the tickets. We told them exactly where to go. I had a PowerPoint up on a screen and I, we went through the do's and don'ts of the stadium and I have that PowerPoint available. It's on my Etsy shop with a whole bunch of other commissioning resources. And, um, and we had the map up with the star. This is where we're going to meet. So that's always very helpful. And then there are more details in my book. So commissioning day, if you are renting a suite, that is great. Um, you should have put your name in for the suite lottery when during plebe year. And typically you enter your name and then they'll call you in the order that your name entered that lottery and let, and they'll let you know if a suite is available and which one, how much it is. Now note that they have a cost to rent the suite. The food and beverages are separate and you have to use the catering from the stadium. So you're paying for two things. You're paying for the suite and then you're, pay you're paying for the food and beverages separately. And you're looking at probably, if it's about the same pricing, you're looking at about 6,000 for a smaller suite to rent it and for the food. And we, we had like 15 people um, we did, we opted not to get a suite. Uh, departure time. So our midshipmen had to be at the stadium at seven. So we all left at the same time and decided to just stand in line and the gates open at seven. So we were there just before seven. If there's inclement weather in our gift packs, we packed ponchos, we packed sunblock, like travel sunblocks. We had lip balm, we had a cooling towel that you can get wet and then you put it around your neck and it cools you off in case it was hot. We had Kleenex. We had a bottle of water, which they may not be able to take into the stadium, but it may come in handy at, at another time. And there are just different things that we put in there to help the guests out in case they needed it, especially sunblock is going to be very important. Because if it's a sunny day, it can be brutal and you're just out in the sun and make sure that your midshipman wears sunblock as well before they leave for the day. Plan for inclement weather for sure. Uh, they don't allow umbrellas at the stadium. So ponchos are the way to go. They sell, I think they're $3 for the thin ponchos or they have like $10 ponchos that are thicker and you can just buy a whole bunch of the smaller ones, uh, the $3 ones and just uh, keep them uh, in case somebody needs one. So company seating and general seating, you'll, you'll get between four and six tickets in the company area, as, as we talked about before in the gold and blue sides and the even and odd companies and each co company has a designated area. And the general seating is in the top bowl. And so company seating, you'll get between four and six tickets. And I'm not sure, we got six, 
Last year, I think they gave out four, if I'm not mistaken. And general seating is unlimited, but they may cap it depending again on COVID. Seating options for grandparents or disabled guests. So around March, your midshipman will ask you mom or dad, how many tickets do we need? And so at that point, you can tell your midshipman the number of tickets that you'll need for your guests. So you should have an approximate headcount. For grandparents, you can, if they need handicap seating, at that point, you let them know, let your midshipman know because it's very limited. So let them know we, we're going to need uh, handicap seating for grandma and grandpa. And that would be uh, probably two tickets. And then only one person can escort each of the persons that need assistance. So it's not like your whole family can sit in the handicap section. It's only one person. Also for grandparents, look at seating in the um, in the Ackerson Tower. It's at the top of the stadium and they have air conditioning, they have food, they have beverage, they have seating. So they'll be able to be in climate control conditions and they can look at the commissioning from the balcony. We did that for our five grandparents in lieu of, of getting the uh, suite. And I think it worked out really well, at least for our grandparents. And they were, they were all together. They just had a blast and they had food and, and drinks, whatever they needed. And it was very comfortable for them. Now for picture taking. And yes. What was the name of that tower? Acker, Ackerson. If you look at Navy Sports and you go to facilities rental, it talks about the Ackerson Tower there and the person to contact. And you buy tickets at the time when we bought them for the 2017 commissioning, they were $250 a ticket, but it was still a lot less in the suite uh, for us. And it just gave us peace of mind because it did get warm that they were in climate controlled situation. So if that's something that works for you, it's the Ackerson Tower. I think it's A-K-E-R-S-O-N. Moving along. And thank you for asking the question, by the way. Don't be, don't be bashful if you, if you need to ask something as I'm going through. Company seating, we talked about general seating. You can ask for as many tickets as you want. That's going to be in the upper bowl. Seating options for grandparents. Okay, picture taking. So if you're sitting in the company area, if you're not like by the front, just walk to the front take your pictures and then walk back. The Alumni Association does have many photographers that are taking pictures throughout the ceremony and they pretty much get every midshipman and they make them available for free. If you're part of, the, if you're a member of the Alumni Association, the photo program is, makes it all worth it because they are available for free. So you can just go look for your midshipman and download it. And they do take pretty good pictures. I chose to take my long telephoto lens and I got some pretty cool shots from where I was and I, I wasn't all the way down by the front. So if you have a good camera with a big lens, bring it along. Just don't bring the camera bag because they won't let it in the stadium. After the ceremony photos, meet at your designated location, wherever that might be, whether it's in the stadium, outside the stadium. And what we did is we designated different individuals. We asked our mid who he would like uh, to have involved in this tradition. So we chose grandmother and grandfather that uh, changed one shoulder board. My husband and I changed the other shoulder board. Younger brother gave uh, exchange the cover from the uh, from the mid cover to the officer cover, which actually they won't have it because they throw it. And then our daughter, who was a plea, was his first salute. And then I actually ended up getting an extra coin because he had a second first salute. He had mentored a plea that I think was a youngster at the time when he commissioned. And so that was his other first salute. So they can have more than one first salute. If you notice also uh, in this picture, the wall is right here. So if you do have the opportunity to go down on the field after commissioning, please don't stand by a wall because you're going to be smushed. This is the best picture we have of the shoulder board exchange, and it's pretty sad. And we can't go back. <laughs> and so here you are. Finally, people had left and we were able to take a picture, but definitely walls I do not recommend. Oh, the other thing that I was going to say is if you want to keep your mids cover, what we discussed with our mid and he was fine with it. We bought another midshipman cover, a new one. And so when he came to the rental and kind of moved in for the week, he gave me his old beat up cover, which is the one I wanted. And he threw the new cover up in the air. So that's something that if you want 
their actual cover as a keepsake. That's an option if you want to spend the money. Inside the cover, they're going to tuck a note and they're going to tuck usually uh, the number of dollars of their grad of their graduating year. So 17 was 17. So 22 will be $22 that they put in there if they allow that. After ceremony celebration, you can have a brunch, lunch, uh, you can have a dinner, you can have a a commissioning party. This is where communication with your mid is great because then you can decide, well, what are we going to do? We opted to have a brunch after commissioning and our mid did not want a party. What we opted to do is a, to have as a company party. So I planned a company party for us. It ended up the best day was Tuesday because he was in first battalion. So the soups reception was Sunday. Monday was uh, Herndon, and I forget what else, he, he had something on Monday night, but Tuesday, we planned the company party for the afternoon, thinking also that they won't drink as much in the afternoon, and if you're wondering why I'm talking about drinking is because there are midshipmen that do not commission because of uh, drinking offenses, so it's very important, and they know it's very important to to kind of whatever is within your power to kind of make sure that that they don't have too much to drink. So we had our company party in the afternoon. We had wine and beer. And actually we had tons of everything left over, I think for a year and a half at our sponsor's house. And uh, they just wanted to get together. And when I spoke with them after commissioning, his company mates, what they loved most about the week were the soups reception, and the company party. And of course, aside from commissioning, uh, because it, they said it gave them three to four hours of just uninterrupted time together where they could just hang out and relax and have fun. And uh, so that's kind of one of the things we chose to do. What if we go virtual? <clears throat> what we did is we pivoted. Uh, we invited everyone on Zoom. Everyone joined uh, the virtual commissioning ceremony. And afterward, we had a toast. So uh, the guests were able to toast with us. We had the shoulder board exchange with them. We had the cover exchange. We had the first salute. So our oldest swore um, our daughter in and our son was the first salute. And then we changed the, the shoulder boards and the, and our, and the cover. So there are things that you can do. We had a lot, you know, there, there was a silver lining in the sense that we had a lot more people at the Zoom that would have ever been in person at the commissioning party. And also they were able to see some of the traditions like the shoulder board exchange, like the cover, like the first salute. And they were, we were able to share that together. We also uh, shared with them, um, that a, a couple of videos. So what we chose to do to kind of try to make up for this virtual commissioning thing is we got a Cameo. Cameo is a video company that does videos and they have famous people on there or some of the sitcom actors and movie actors and just personalities, famous personalities. So we had, we requested a, a cameo video. You have to pay for them. So for our, our daughter, we got a video by one of the Harry Potter actors who sent a wonderful like five minute message congratulating her on being a smart cookie and, you know, commissioning into the Navy and serving. And then we had another one from by one of the actors from Park and Rec. And, uh, and she was blown away. She did, we didn't tell her about it. She didn't expect it. The other thing is that you can get people uh, to send you videos and you can, there are different platforms that you can do this through. And then you can put together a montage of videos of people congratulating or talking uh, or get, or sending a current congratulatory message. So we did that with family and friends and teachers. And I mean, we had kindergarten teachers on there and it was crazy. Uh, and, and she was blown away by that too. So there are things that you can do if you do have a virtual commissioning that it's not the same, but you make it work. So for me, that's kind of the end of my presentation. And what I'd like to say is that's the it's the first part of the journey that we're going through and it opens the door to the beginning of the new journey. 
that's in the fleet or the Marine Corps. And we're in this together. We have each other's back. Um, and as 2022 parents, your class is so amazing. I was telling a 2022 mom the other day that such a united class and the parents are so outstanding, honestly, because I've been on Facebook pages since 2013. And I have to say that the two, the class of 2017, my, my son's class and this class by far to me are just the best classes. You guys are awesome. And I'd like to leave you with a thought that you are ready for the next step in the journey. Expect and welcome change, be flexible and face it without fear. So next up, we're going to have some questions. Uh, first, I'd like to thank you for joining me, uh, for my, my hubby, Jeff, for helping and supporting always. And if you care to support my Etsy shop, um, I have handcrafted uh, keepsakes there that you might be able to use for commissioning the, the book that um, has the chapter on commissioning um, and then uh, first year and second class year that might be helpful for you. And uh, here are some pre-submitted questions that we're going to go through, and then I'll open it up for Q&A. Yeah. Jeff, how am I doing on time? Um, it's 7.55. So let me um, just throw in one thing. Yeah, please do. Please practice pinning on the new shoulder boards. It, <laughs> yes. is, it is not as easy as it looks. It is, I have messed up twice. And with our third commissioning this May, I have started practicing already. Um, those things do not snap as easily as one would think. So please practice. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you. I know it was, it was very interesting, but especially when you're on zoom <laughs> and it takes forever. So for our first pre-submitted question, how many tickets are given out per family for commissioning? Okay. So company area expect about four or six and they will be seated in the company area. The top 100 get two tickets on the field. Also, if you have VIP guests such as admirals or senators or Congress people or a federal judge or anybody that would be considered a, a VIP by the military, let your midshipmen know because they have to be vetted by the PAO office and they can also sit on the field. And this is usually just with those 100 midshipmen that fills out a good part of the field. Remember to mention the VIPs and your midshipmen will request your tickets. They will receive those tickets when they move out from Bancroft and make sure to ask for them and make sure to let them know to not lose them because there are many cases every year where they're moving out, they throw them somewhere and then they can't find them. Make sure that they keep them in a safe place. And then when you get to Annapolis, ask for them and they should be able to give them to you. Handicap seating at the same time that you're requesting your seats is when you're going to request handicap seating. And again, it's one ticket per person with a disability, and then they get one person to help them out. And again, seating options for grandparents, I would recommend Ackerson Tower. If not, if they're going to be sitting out, we got there early because we wanted to get in the bottom row in the company area. There's some seats that are a little bit further up, but they're still kind of under the, the top awning. And so that's what we did. And we had a little bit of respite and, and shade for quite a while. Otherwise, make sure that they're hydrated. Uh, you may want to get some little electric fans, like battery-operated electric fans, to be able to stay cool and put those in their gift packet. Make sure they wear a hat. Make sure they, they can always go up into the hallways, and there's usually a breeze, and it tends to be cooler up there if, they, if they're getting warm. So I had this question that I thought was really cute. I know some people do plan a lot for the week. Others go with the flow. What do you recommend? I recommend a combination and definitely go with the flow. Do not plan a lot for the week is my advice and talk to your mid. If there are certain things that are important to you, talk to your mid and reach an agreement as to what can go on your family schedule. As I mentioned, we wanted to go to the soups party, which they will want to go to as well. We wanted the company party. I hosted them to breakfast on Wednesday morning. So Wednesday morning, they have rehearsal. They have to be up and at the stadium at six in the morning to rehearse and walk down and, and make sure they know what they're supposed to do. And so they're usually out by eight, 830. 
So they have this three hour, two and a half to three hours of free time. And so we invited them over for breakfast and we cooked them this tremendous breakfast and they were able to just hang out and talk and have a, a wonderful meal. So that's typically Wednesday morning, weather, weather permitting, because if they don't, if it rains that Wednesday morning, then they'll have the rehearsal Thursday morning. So, so that, and then Thursday night was the family dinner. So those are the four things we put on his schedule. Everything else was up to him. Uh, so that's kind of what I suggest. And for goodness sake, what am I supposed to wear for this? Okay. So yes, it is a fashion show for the week. Soup's reception is a garden party. So like a, a cool, pretty garden dress. Uh, you can wear a button down shirt and jacket if you want uh, for the men. Definitely wear flats or wedge heels. Don't wear anything pointy because you will be stuck in the grass. For the grad ball, it's a formal event. So if they do host a grad ball, um, you can go in a dark suit or a tux or a mess dress if you're retired military or military. And then women usually wear a beautiful long dress. I chose to wear a cocktail dress, whatever you feel comfortable with. And then for the rest of the events, it's really casual, but nice. Like uh, I would say business casual, something that you'd wear on Sunday for church, uh, but that's comfortable because it, it can be warm and it can be cool, cold and it can be rainy. So just be kind of prepared for everything. In my book, I have a very detailed description of, of all the dress codes, but that's pretty much it. If you wouldn't wear it to church, I probably wouldn't wear it on commissioning week. Where can I park during commissioning weekend, commissioning day? We kind of talked about that. Parking on the yard is not permitted or highly discouraged, especially if there's going to be COVID guidelines. So there are, if you look on uh, Annapolis and look for parking garages in Annapolis, there are three within the downtown Annapolis area that you can park at. <clears throat> and then there's also street parking also outside of gate three. So if you walk out of gate three and walk toward 450, so toward that little bridge that's back there, there are two, if you get there early enough, there are two sides of that street that have nine hour parking. So you can park there for nine hours. Are there any formal dining in type events or military? Pay? It would be the only mess dress requirement would be the grad ball if they have it. For the soups reception, you'll wear summer whites. If you're in the military, that's pretty much it. And then if you're going to swear in, then you would probably want to bring your, not your dress uniform, or I guess you could wear your dress uniform, but not your mess dress. Son is an athlete, expect time with the team. Definitely they'll spend time with the team company gathering. Uh, so uh, for you individually, take a look at the schedule. And for us, the soups reception was Sunday. So Monday, there was something going on and also consult with your mid because they have things that are going on too. But Tuesday afternoon seemed to be the best time. And then the Glee Club concert is typically Tuesday evening. It starts at 5.30 or 6.00. So we had this window between one and five that we were able to carve in that company party. So talk to your mid, see what responsibilities they have, see when the soups reception is and see if uh, it may be Sunday, it may be Monday, it may be Tuesday, maybe Thursday. So you can kind of see where you can carve out some time for that. Firsties do not go in one place. It's kind of a first come first served for the seating on Wednesday. On Tuesday for the practice, you can go to hospital point, lay out a blanket. Same thing on Wednesday, actually. Go to just get there early and again, plan to stay for quite a while because they shut down all the bridges, remember. What day is better to check in, Saturday or Sunday? We, we chose to check in on, into our rental on Saturday. And then we checked out the following Sunday and it was great having that one day, that one down day, that Saturday after commissioning, there was like no pressure. We just kind of like relaxed and we were able to hang out and visit with friends. So that was really, really nice having that extra day. Is there anything in particular needed for Marines? So Marines will set aside, it's about $5,000 to buy their Marine uniforms. And that includes a sword. So if you're going to get a sword, that would be for an ensign that's going to stay in the Navy. You can't buy a sword for a Marine. It's part of their uniform. It comes with their uniforms that, they, that they're purchasing. And the sword cannot be engraved. The Marine sword cannot be engraved until they've finished TBS. So that's something very important for Marines. Do not engrave their sword before they've graduated from TBS. For 
ensigns or that are going into SWO or into the Navy, yes, they can engrave the sword. Um, I, I recommend Tillman's on State Circle. They sell home items and things like that. They have wonderful things actually, but they, they engrave my dad's sword. So that's how long they've been around. I would recommend them to engrave the sword and they know exactly what to do. What are the don't miss events for commissioning week? That's really going to depend on what happens, but definitely the soup's reception. If the grad ball is there, definitely the grad ball and you and your mid may not want to go, but they will be glad they went. My daughter was a plebe. She chose not to go figuring she'd go for first year. And here we are. She couldn't go because everything was virtual. And it's just a great time to hang out with the parents, with their roommates, with their friends. Our kids had a, a great time. The other thing is the Marine silent drill team. Uh, that's a, something that's amazing. The Glee Club concert on Tuesday night, you have to get tickets early and they're limited. So you have, you get that at USNA music. So look for uh, Glee Club tickets, USNA Glee Club tickets, and there's a portal to buy them and they probably won't put them up until late in the spring, but that's another not to miss it event. So those are things that, and of course the Blue Angels and I think we've been both at the practice and on the day. And I almost prefer the practice because it's less crowded and they, and they come closer because they're practicing Um, for the actual event on Wednesday. They're a little bit farther away and it's really, really crowded. So I, I tend to prefer the Tuesdays, but you can go both days if you want. Family members who are military to commission pin on the graduates. Yes. Um, where and how that's going to happen is to be determined. Uh, if they're allowing you to stay on the field, that would happen on the field if you the, if that's what you want. There are people that go back to the yard and do it in Memorial Hall. However, last year, access to the yard was very limited. You'll have to wait and see what happens. But yes, you can have that even at your event, like at your brunch or whatever, that can happen there as well. Uh, best day of the week for a company party. We just kind of talked about that. Uh, planning for planning. I just uh, asked my mid to please get the emails from his company mates for all the parents. And on the company page itself, I reached out to the parents and talked about this commissioning party. And then it, it just kind of came together. I did the majority of the planning. So we used uh, Mills Liquors, which is another thing. Mills Liquors downtown by City Dock. They're the ones that have the bourbon bottles with the crest engraved on it. And there are plenty of them. They have them there all week. It's owned by two grads. And that's who I worked with for the company party for all the beverages and for our personal brunch as well. They were awesome to work with. They even bring the ice and they deliver. It's awesome. So that was one. I used Main and uh, Market for the catering. April was wonderful to work with with that. And I'm not plugging Main and Market. You can use whoever you want. That's just who I use for our party. And I created a slideshow. So I had like parents send me all these pictures and we had a slideshow going during the whole event. We had favors. So, I mean, it really depends on, on how you want to plan it. But if you're, if you need specifics, please feel free to reach out. Cause I could talk about that for an hour. What does a week look like for the mids? They're on duty. So they have to report at the Academy. They have to be there by seven. They may stay out late. They may not stay out late, uh, but they have to be there till about 12 or one. And then in the afternoon, they usually go with their friends in the evenings. They might have either events, awards, dinners on the yard, or some of the parties and get togethers will start on the evenings during the week as well. So that's something that you can communicate to them uh, with them about. And the Naval Academy has not posted the schedule for 2022 yet, but you can take a look at the 2021 schedule and uh, see more or less what the modified commissioning look like. Triggers that will drive a virtual commissioning for the class of 2022, it's going to depend on local guidance from Annapolis, what they decide to do, if they are acquiring masks, or if they're, you know, limiting the number of people in a restaurant, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, the big Navy drives what the Naval Academy does because the Naval Academy is in essence, a military base. Your midshipman would be the best source of information for that. And also look at the Naval Academy Facebook page. They post a lot on that and the Naval Academy commissioning page. I think that's it for me. If anybody has questions, 
I will be glad to answer anything that I haven't covered. And this is, um, my name is Sonia. I was wondering, where did you um, host your company party? Uh, we were very fortunate, Sonia. We hosted our company party at our sponsor's house. And so it just worked out well. Sponsors are glad to do things like that. So if your mid has a sponsor they, they've gotten along with, you can always ask. Another option is the Naval Academy has a, also like a golf course and they're available for rental. They have a nice like gathering area. Our family dinner on Thursday was at Blackwall Hitch in Eastport. And Blackwall Hitch is wonderful because they have these like rooms that you can close a door and seal off. And they have one room that sits about 30 something people. I mean, they have a whole bunch of little rooms. It's, it's great. We had the room upstairs because I wanted the TV to be able to show the PowerPoint to my, to my unruly family. <laughs> so. How many people were at your company party? Because I was wondering, we rented a house on the water, but unfortunately our host um, is limiting um, people to about 35. Okay. We had 70 because we invited parents and then a few brought their significant others. But if you limit it to mids, you'll be between 30 and 40. So because not all of them will be able to make it either. And be prepared because we had planned this party a year and a half ahead of time. Everything had been confirmed the week before there was a retirement that was mandatory that they were going to have to go to. And it was at exactly the same time of the party. We ended up sliding our party by an hour. And so I called the caterer and slid the, and so everything slid an hour. So just be prepared. And, and one other thing, when you're trying to guess how much beer to order for the company oh, party. Gosh. Don't ask the mids. <laughs> Don't ask the mids because he gave me the numbers of how many kegs. And I went down to Mills Liquor. He goes, how big's your party? I go, why? He goes, there's beer for 400 people. <laughs> and so, so we adjusted the order. And two years later, there were still bottles of beer left over at the sponsor's house. So whatever number the mids give you, take 10% of that and you'll be good. Okay. It's a very emotional week kind of like circling back to plebe year. And I don't know if any of the moms or possibly dads went through this, but I would start tearing up at a moment's notice for no reason at all. And I would start thinking of the last first and first last, and I'd start tearing up again. And it's just a very, it's kind of like going back to plebe year. And then it, it is in a sense, because now you're at the pinnacle at the Naval Academy, you've, you're commissioning, you're becoming an officer. And then when they go in the fleet, they're back to being a plebe again. Our oldest took a basket leave for three weeks and then reported to his ship. They changed his assignment unbeknownst to him. And he was calling us probably about three or four nights in a row, which I knew there was something wrong because this child never called. And we just said, you know what, just listen to your master chief, ask a lot of questions. God gave you two ears and one mouth and be respectful and learn because you can learn from everybody. Even, even, you know, you all your enlisted that are there doing that job. They know more than you do and just ask questions and don't be afraid to say, you don't know and, and find out. And after about four days, he stopped calling and he had a really tough, very, very tough. Uh, he was on a ship. It's just a lot of work, long deployment. They were extended by a month, got his swo pin in less than a year. He just worked his tail off. So they do, they start at the bottom and then they work their way up all over again. Any other questions? Uh, my daughter got drafted into submarines. Is there anything different for those uh, that are going submarines? Cause I know nothing about that at all. Yeah, me neither. And our youngest got drafted to submarines too. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that he got, he got his medical test and he passed. So uh, that, that was all. And they have to, and, and the Academy does this really well, they prepare them for the interview with the Admiral. So they'll, at some point they'll go to DC and should have their interview schedule. If they don't have it already, they should have it. And then they get thumbs up or whatever. That's all I can tell you for subs at this juncture. They do have to go to power school, which is in Charleston. So they'll be there almost two years. And then I believe they go to prototype school, which is the individual, like the type of, depending on the type of sub and that's in Connecticut and that's another almost year. Um, so they'll be in school a lot and, and it's, it's tough. I hope I answered your question. That's, I can let you know more 
we can probably touch base because we'll be learning together. Thank you, Anne. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, the only thing I haven't enlisted, and I'd say you have to learn what the needs of the Navy, OPSEC, and Semper Gumpy means, because those are your three guidances from this point forward. Yeah, definitely OPSEC, operational security is paramount. So you never reveal any movement of like the ship, any dates like, oh, the ship is leaving on this date from this port going to here or, hey, my son who's on the whatever ship just uh, landed in Hawaii. You never, ever, 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 ever want to do that. And anything that is discussed also hold close. Even like when, when my son was deployed, people that I knew they were acquaintances, not close friends. And they, oh, how's your son? Where is he? I have no idea. Somewhere in the world on a ship. You just hold it close. It's for their safety and for the safety of their shipmates or their submarine mates or their platoon mates. So definitely OPSEC. If you go on my website, usnamedmonsandmore.org, and you go to my blog, you can search for OPSEC. If you type it on the search line, I have a post, a blog post about operational security there. And there's a link to the Navy's operational security document. If you want to read that, if you can. The other thing that my kids have taught me is stay in your lane. That is a Navy logo. Stay in your lane. Right. And it comes from the navigational lanes, right? So when you're, yep. yep. It works well for the young, my older one's enlisted. The younger one is graduating or commissioning this year. And that's what our family motto is. Stay in your lane. Because we have three (laughs) different lanes running. There you go. I like that one. I'm going to make a t-shirt out of that one, Karen. Yes. Stay in your lane. There are no more questions. I love to see everybody's blank screens, but I do appreciate the real faces that are there. So thank you for uh, being there. And I hope this was helpful. If you think of any other questions that come up, please send them uh, message me on Facebook. Just remember, just stay flexible, whatever happens, as long as you're healthy. And as long as your midshipmen's healthy, and they get to where they're going. Nowadays, that's all we can ask for. And, uh, and we're here for you, right? We're all here together. So I love the class of 2022. Thank you again so much for joining and congratulations. <laughs>